Welcome to the Travel Tales Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Siegel, and those of you who know me know that my voice doesn't usually sound this way. And have no fear, it doesn't sound this way when we recorded the interview with our guest today, Lorenz Sala. But there's business to be tended to, so here we go. First off, we have a new email address. Podcast at gmail.com is our new email address. So if you want to contact me, that's how you write me, Podcast at gmail.com. I know I've told you about the website, but it looks fabulous. Go to TravelTalesPodcast.com and check out all the new stuff there. It looks amazing. Been getting some great compliments on it, and why wouldn't we? Because it's, uh, it's awesome. The visuals, the photos, the videos, the articles, the destination reviews that I put, it all looks really good. So check it out at TravelTalesPodcast.com. And if you go to the website, there are links to all our social media pages iTunes. Hey, and while you're on iTunes, why not give us a good rating, huh? Do that for us. Costs you nothing. Boosts our presence. Helps people find the show. Also, you can click on our LinkedIn page. You can click to our Facebook fan page. You can click on our LinkedIn page. You can click to our Instagram site. Boy, all this social media. We're all over it, folks. So uh, go to the website at TravelTalesPodcast.com and check it out. All right. I'm going to go gargle with something, salt water, arsenic, old crow, whiskey, I don't know. Either way, I got to do something. <laughs> but uh, hey, I tended to the business, and now let's get back to when I actually had a voice and sat down with the lovely Lorenz Sala. Enjoy. Welcome to the Travel Sales Podcast. I'm here with my guest, Loren Sala. Hi. I said that good, huh? Mm-hmm. Loren. We're in your spanking new apartment here. Mm-hmm. I am in beautiful Venice, California. Thanks for coming. Sure. Sure. Where have you been? Why is this new? Tell us the story of where you've been these last, what is it, year? Three months? Where were you? The last three months I was in Colombia. Colombia. Mm-hmm. See, I, I've never been there. Oh. You Tell me. Oh, go. You got to come. We're- I heard Cartagena is fabulous. It is. It's really nice. Okay. Now, is that like the main touristy area where everybody goes? Yeah, but it's not too bad. There's a lot of local flavor there, too. So you don't have to run with the tourists if you don't want to. Okay, when everybody hears Colombia, you know, the uh, stigma you have to fight. Yeah. You know, it's still the 80s cocaine thing. Right, right, right. How safe is it now, just so you tell people? It's really safe. Okay. Stuff's, oh, nobody's getting kidnapped anymore that I know of. <laughs> um, they got rid of a lot of crops, so they're not making as many drugs. And why exactly were you there? <laughs> why was I there? Mm-hmm. Because I... I'm starting to get suspicions now. <laughs> I'm a drug runner. Yeah, you're a mule. <laughs> no, I saw a documentary about that. I would never, ever <laughs> swallow a condom full of drugs. <laughs> um, I went to the Amazon because I've always wanted to go. And it just seemed the coolest thing ever. And I always thought it was so far away and hard to get to. But I went to a travel expo and I saw that you can get to it easily in Colombia. And I was so excited. So I went. See, I got there. I was in the Amazon once, but I went there through Peru. Okay. So I was in the Peruvian side. So I did this whole tour where we went to Machu Picchu and did all that. And then we went to this little place on the Amazon. I can't remember. the Puerto Maldonado. You know where that is? Mm-mm. Basically, it's the Amazon. Yeah. Did you like it? It was great. It was great. There was animals there yeah. that I never knew existed. Right? Okay. What was the, give me the uh, example of the craziest thing you ate. In the Amazon. Well, I didn't eat it. I'm a vegetarian. That's oh, the one bad thing about traveling. Yeah, yeah. South America is tough for a vegetarian. Yeah. But, um, well, I ate a lot of beans and rice, but I went to Carb this, it up. Yeah. It was great. <laughs> I walked a lot. It's fine. Um, they were eating a monkey when I um, Ooh, came upon this camp. See, that'd be tough for me to do. Yeah. And they just smoked it so you could see its whole face, its, its oh, teeth. No. Yeah. You could see its, its I love monkeys. Hands. I, I love monkeys. I love monkeys, too. See, I ate a guinea pig in Peru. You did? Was it good? You know what? It was like a, it was a lot of work because it's really tiny. It's yeah, like tiny bones. bones. And yeah. I, I don't know. Did you ever eat meat? Uh, a long time ago. Okay. Well, it tasted like rabbit. If anybody would not, oh, heaven, out yeah. there knows what rabbit tastes like. I would guess it would like. taste like rabbit. Yeah. It, just kind of, it was a lot of work for not a lot of meat. So I wouldn't do it again. I'm, I'm glad I did it once, but apparently it's a delicacy there. Oh, you know one thing I tried? Hot chocolate with um, a slab of cheese in it. Hot chocolate with cheese? Yeah. It was kind of weird. But it depends on the cheese, though. What kind of cheese are we talking about? It was kind of mild cheese. It was just like a cheese. I don't know. It was not a- 
<laughs> so they give it to you in a mug with like a piece of cheese floating on it? Or? You put it in the, you, they give it to you on the side and then you're supposed to like add it. Like a cube it. or like a crumble like of cheese a or it's like a four parmesan sprinkling on <laughs> a four inch slab of yeah, you put like it a wedge, a whole wedge of cheese, yes. a wheel. Yeah, you put the wedge in there and then it melts and it's supposed to, you're supposed to drink the cheese, but it didn't, it just kind of got clumpy, but I told them it was good. It was a delicacy. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Well, I guess it's all dairy, but. Yeah, you put milk in your coffee, but still. It was a little weird. Yeah. I know. But hey, they probably think our stuff's weird, too. I, I just know. had gluten-free oat crackers. <laughs> I heard it goes well with monkey, actually. <laughs> yeah. The hot chocolate with cheese. <laughs> totally. So, are you Colombian? Uh, is that... Nope. Okay, what is your background? I know we're both from uh, the Chicago area. Yeah. I saw this because, like I said, your entire <laughs> life is online. Great. Um, I'm, I'm really <laughs> so everybody listening, take five minutes, learn everything you ever need to know about Loren Sala. Oh, gosh. I got to take some stuff off there. Is it Loren.com? I'll give you the plug right now. Uh, yeah. That's okay. my profession. Yeah, I guess so. Do you want that out there or you don't? I can take it out. No, no, that's fine. <laughs> I'm not hiding anything. I put okay. it up. I put everything. You did put it up there. <laughs> yeah. So from outside Chicago, Addison, I believe. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I know I, uh, we talked about before we went on, I know a lot of people from that area. Yeah, it's a great spot i guess they but, have a movie theater <laughs> and it has a couple one grocery store they have a movie theater yeah oh two grocery stores don't make yeah. it sound like it's mayberry i mean it's a <laughs> suburb you're right surround you're by the airport i mean it's not that okay it is we it had was, a stoplight well no it was deemed the most i think it was the most boring or um okay i might give hideous you that. suburb by the onion that's what the onion said hideous I forgot what it was. The just I think most boring. I don't remember, but I was like, <laughs> That's yeah. That's a tough race, though. Mine would have been close, I can, especially in ugliness. Mine would have been real. But you probably real. have a town hall or you know a place, a meeting uh, place. Barely. Mine. It was really hideous. Yeah. See, the town I grew up in was built in the late '60s, so it was it was like a suburb of another town. It was like mm-hmm. a suburb of Park Four or like a subdivision of Park Forest. Oh. And then we, uh, in the late 60s, they decided to branch off and create their own Ooh. town. So you can imagine, it was just every fifth house was the same. Yeah, and it was just same. like, it was, it was awful. You know, aluminum siding and, and plywood. And My mom's really proud of her aluminum siding. Ah, I'm sure. I'm sure my parents were at the yeah. time too. But uh, <laughs> when you look back on it, and when you build out, and the problem was, you know, when I went to Northern Illinois, with apologies to all my classmates who are listening, um, once I started doing comedy and stuff and touring the country and going to these other schools, Northern, really one of the ugliest campuses. Really? I've, I've, oh, horrible. <laughs> like, none of the, there was no, the architecture, there was no symmetry to the architecture. You could look around and go, okay, that building was built in the 50s, that one's obviously the oh. 80s, that one's like, and when you build out into cornfields, you know, there's no trees, there's no hills, you know, so it's. You could do whatever you want, though. Yeah, it's. You could build. Except make it beautiful, apparently. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But you know what I mean? I think, but yeah. uh, to this day, I think when you, you may uh, feel the same way, growing up in that environment, and when you're not surrounded by a lot of physical beauty, I think that's one of the things that appealed me to travel and seeing, mm-hmm. like out here, I've lived here for 15 years, and I still can't get over like mountains, yeah. and then the ocean, I love hills, and that a view mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, of something, it just blows me away, still. Totally agree. I love living by the beach. Yeah. I try to walk down there every day. It's so cool. What age were you when you decided that, you know, I love to travel and I want to, I want to get the hell out of Addison? Because um. you, you went to college out here, right? You went to USC? Yeah. Okay, but I so you knew right away. I always knew. Yeah, I kind of always <laughs> knew there was something else. Well, my dad lived in the city. So I knew okay. that there was a, more than the suburbs, which was nice. Okay, so you got like the, uh, the, the coolness the of the... Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was on the Gold Coast? Yeah. Like Oak Street and yeah, all yeah. that stuff? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Right at Oak Street for a little bit. Yeah, I thought he was so cool because he had one of those. Um, he lived in a condo so that um, you could put the trash in a little hole in the wall in the hallway. Oh, and it just disappears. Yes. Thing. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> he just walks down the hall and you had to freeze your ass off and go to the end of the driveway. Yeah. yeah. I was easily impressed, but it was just so amazing. <laughs> yeah. But then I, when I was 16, I got to go with the Girl Scouts to Ooh. Mexico. To Mexico? Yep. To Cuernavaca, Mexico. Big cookie ex- exchange? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. It was a huge Mexican <laughs> yeah. snickerdoodles versus Samoa. I was more of a, yeah. I was, oh, I love that. What was the ones with the coconut? Yeah, Samoa oh, my favorite. Oh, I love those. Except I hate Girl Scout cookies now. I can't Bad eat memories? Them. What happened in Mexico? Was it bad? <laughs> yeah. Was it dramatic? <laughs> they made us swallow a condom full of Oh, they, that's cookies. how they get it up. Girl Scouts. I never trusted them. Not like brownies. Brownies were, they, they were honest. Yeah, they were totally... 
So you went. What did you do in Mexico? As we a, built an orphanage, or well, I mean, we try. We said right, we sixteen-year-old Girl Scouts yeah. got up there, yeah. did some roofing. Sure, I'm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we, we. Yeah. Foundation work. <laughs> well, I couldn't do much work because. See, coming from Addison, I had on a big like I had fake nails, and they were maybe two inches long each. <laughs> okay, Addison is not an excuse for your fake nails either. <laughs> what are you talking? You about? can write it off to it Addison. Was, it was Don't act like this thing. was okay. Come on, that was more of the '90s. I think that was the problem. Yeah, it was '96. It was '96. Okay, so you're there. Uh, you go to Mexico. How long were you there? I think two weeks or something. Well, two weeks? Yeah, we did. It's a long time for... We, well, we had to do this big build, which I didn't do. And then we went to also the capital. So that was nice, Mexico City. So let me, if I get this right, you didn't want to help the orphans because you didn't want to break your nails. <laughs> Is that right? I think it that's was, what the uh, Girl Scouts are all about. I help was just to learning a point. at that point how to be philanthropic. It was, my, it was a taste. <laughs> So you looked at the orphans, and it's like, I know you people have nothing, but look at these nails. I spent all winter growing these. No, I didn't. I spent, I, they were fake. They were fake. Okay, they cost money. Yeah. Oh. No, I loved I'm sure they related down there, those orphans. Really? We, we just want running water. No, my nails. I had a great time with the orphans, though. Okay. Yeah. So that was your first time out of the country? Yes. So looking back now, what do you remember from that first time and like... Were your eyes just completely open? Yeah, and- I think I was just like, whoa, I'm different from people. Like, the, the world is big. Yeah. I got to see it. And then the next year I went to Greece. I think the first time I was just like, I, I wanted to hang out with the orphans a little more, but I was a little scared. You know, these people are different. I'm different. Right. So then the next year I went to Greece and went to the villages and then slowly became acclimated to being okay with being different from people. It just it took me a while. I was sixteen. Right now, is uh, was Greece another Girl Scout thing? No, no. Because I got to get in on this. I, get, I might join. Because that sounds awesome. What was Greece? Greece. Well, in Addison, there's a lot of Greek people, and so okay. my friends would go every summer, and so I got. Um, I begged my mom to let me go. Okay. So I went. That's a nice gift for mom because I'm picturing where in Greece you're on an island somewhere, mm-hmm. middle of summer. Yep. 17-year-old yeah. Loren walking around in her bikini. This is why I can't have daughters. <laughs> this is... I can't imagine what went on. Nothing I bet bad. you didn't Nothing care about your bad. nails there. Your nails no, got I broken didn't. there, didn't they? <laughs> they totally did. Yeah. I was over fake nails by then. Thank <laughs> the Lord. Oh, man. So was that your first experience? Like, okay, I can get into a nightclub. I'm like, I'm an adult. Because it makes yeah. you feel that way when it you're does, young. It yeah. I think... Do you think in America, I have a feeling at this, that we shelter our kids too much in totally. that way? yeah. And so they become more immature mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Like if you hide alcohol or whatever from them, they're just going to want it more. And then yeah. they abuse the shit out of it when they mm-hmm. do get it. Yeah. So how did you handle yourself when you went over there? Um, yeah, it was, we, the, got, we didn't get too crazy. It was just normal. Oh, really? Were you yeah. like a beach area, beachy beach area? Beach area, but I was with the older cousins of my friends, so they, you know, like kept us on, the older male cousins. Oh, they were protecting you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. From yeah. every creepy old guy in a Speedo mm-hmm. coming up to you? Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I had already done all those crazy drinking things before I went to Greece. Really? Anyway. Now yeah. we're getting somewhere. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you know. What did you do in high school that was so crazy? <clears throat> oh, just got drunk and stuff. Well, we all did that. Yeah. But you never got, like, arrested or anything like that? Um, the whole cheerleading squad got arrested for stealing signs, but that's really not that I do have a stealing sign. <laughs> my, uh, one night we went out, we were uh, drinking, me and, like, three of my best friends. And, uh, it was, of course, we were searching for some party. Couldn't find it. Ended up going to White Castle. Oh. All drunk and everything. <laughs> and this was the one night that I was just like, you know what, I'm just going to go. I went home. So I drove home, and they went out later, and they stole some road signs, and then they got pulled over by the cops, and then the cops saw the signs, and they had to spend the night in jail. Yep, with the blinking lights. The one night I went home. <laughs> so that Good. was Yeah, that was the only time I got close to being arrested, and uh, I'm pretty happy. I was really lucky. Really? You've never done anything after that that you could be arrested for? Oh, I've done a lot of stuff I could be arrested oh, okay. for. No, that, that was the closest <laughs> I came to, like... Okay. Because <laughs> normally, you know, it would just be... You know, I would have been in that car. Yeah. Even if I didn't take one, I would have been arrested with everybody else. Yeah. That's just the luck that, you know. Those things happen after White Castle. <laughs> a lot. But yeah, but uh, <laughs> there's a difference between going out and stealing road signs in Addison and then being in Greece. Away yeah, from your, yeah, yeah, away from right. your mom Greece and everything else. more freeing. And, yeah. Yeah, definitely. It was a totally different feel. And I felt, yes, more like an adult. And I just, 
Yeah, more sophisticated. I didn't have to get all crazy and wasted there. It was just... Uh, now, how yeah. long were you there? A month. A month? Yeah. That's awesome. Great. Wow. I learned. And we stayed in the little village, so it was nice. I mean, we went to Athens as well, but my friend's parents are from Kefalonia, so it was just this cute little village. And What island is that? I, in English, it's Cephalonia, I think, but in Greek, okay. it's, Greek it's Kefalonia. Mm. Mm. Sounds lovely. Yeah, it was so cool. They had pretty. Actually, it's the best beach I've ever been to. I think. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I might go next. Amazing month. waves, white sand. Yeah. Yes. Okay, you have to point it out on a map. Okay. I really want to go next month. You do? Yeah. Because you're going to Croatia, right? Yeah, but the uh, the problem is, it's like I've for one reason or another, I still haven't been to Greece, and that's one of the ones I always wanted to go to the Greek islands. Yeah. But that was always one like you want to bring a girl to. Mm. <laughs> it's like. You know, it's just like been this, waiting. this romantic island, you know, like, I don't want to be there alone. Just, yeah. You could meet a girl there. You never know. Mm-hmm. Nice 17-year-old for Madison. Yep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so what, if Mexico was about opening your eyes, what was, yeah. uh, in Greece, were they open in a different way? And like, what, what did you learn there? And oh. how do you think that changed you in a way? Well, Greece was, let's see, it was about really Getting into the culture, I like started. I started speaking Greek. I felt Greek. I actually tried to change my last name from Sala to Salopolis. <laughs> I just it was a real. I mean, for a whole year after that, I would came back to Chicago and I would go to Greek, Greek town. town. I was gonna say, let's yeah. go to the Greek islands and eat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're eating souvlaki and gyros all the time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but without the meat. Oh, that's right. You were a vegetarian even back then? Yeah, since 94. I don't know. Just something wow. came over me. The McDonald's and 95th Street was the last meat I'd ever eaten in Chicago. That's amazing. Yeah. That's, congratulations. Thanks. So how did you, like, because it's a lot of lamb in Greece. Did they keep trying to force yeah. feed you oh, that? Yeah. yeah. The, everyone's always trying to make us change our minds. You, do, you don't do fish either? No. Wow. Which was such a shame because the Amazon. Oh yeah, you're so, on an island, yeah. and, and then in Greece you're. Oh, I know it's it is a shame. I know you just smelled it. You just sat there smelling it. Yeah, which is why oh. I don't eat it. It, oh, just, it smells, smells so, gross. Now when it's cooking, <laughs> come on, it's so good. Um, okay. Think, yeah. Okay. So well, no, I wanted to ask you because I mean, this is the first time we've met, mm-hmm. and I wanted to tell the people why uh, how I found you is that our friend Jakey Van Stratton. Nice guy. I uh, got a uh, newsletter from you saying that you start your own business. I did. Which is a tour company. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. An adventure company. An adventure company. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I didn't mean to, didn't mean to uh, you know, diminish your... No, no. It's okay. okay. So an adventure. <laughs> yeah. What... Uh, and this is only to South America? No, no, no. It's just the first trip happens to be to the Amazon because I had to start somewhere. Okay. Well, now what made you... When did this uh, idea come come to you, and when did you think about okay, I'm going to make a business out of this? When did well, I've so I've been traveling since then, since I was 16, and I've been so yeah, Mexico and then Greece got me really feeling like I could be someone different, and then I would go keep going, and then so every year I would go to Mexico again or to another faraway place, and then in 2009 I did a trip around the world for a whole year. A year? Mm-hmm. Wow, that's great. So you only did three months. That's okay. Hey, every little bit. Did you feel like your life was changed? Yeah, it was After, great. Yeah. But by that time, I've been a lot of places yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, but it was great. I would have, uh, in many ways, I wanted to keep going. Yeah. Well, that's, I guess that's why I wanted to make it a business. Because I do it every year anyway. I love it. I'm really, I feel like my skill now is being able to talk to people. I'm not scared of different people anymore. And I just like, that's my favorite thing now is to go to a cafe and meet a, an old guy and just ask him as many questions as I can and just, <laughs> or delve and go into an indigenous community and try to meet, just find out what they're all about. So I really like doing that. And I wanted to share every time I do that, it's so amazing. And so I wanted to share it with people. What are some of the most remote places you've ever been? Like villages in the middle of where? Um, uh, Northern Laos was a really remote one, but the most remote was definitely Papua New Guinea in the mountains. Okay. See, I never made it there. Crazy. It was just so different <laughs> okay so you're in papua new guinea yeah and how do you get there how do you get into these uh, mountains and how do you find these villages in the first place you just take out a map and go let's go there 
And you take a bus or what happened? No, uh, you get you have to take a plane. Okay. And there's one plane a week or something from Port Moresby, which is the capital, which is the most dangerous city in the whole world. Port Moresby? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, have you been? Or no, no. Well, been? the closest I've been, I've been to uh, Malaysia. I was in Kuala Lumpur, and I was in uh, Australia, and then I was in Singapore. So I was around it. Yeah, yeah. But I haven't... Uh, no, I didn't make it all the way there. Yeah, well, it's so close to Australia. That's why I went. I was just like, I can't come to Australia <laughs> and not check out this weird place that, I've never, that no one really talks about. So anyway, yeah, I went there. Okay. And when you get to the hotel, it says, do not leave the hotel unsupervised. You're not, they just advise tourists to not go on the streets ever. Ever? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like, welcome to Port Moresby. Please don't go Get in outside. your room. Don't leave. <laughs> yeah. That's... Wow. Yeah. Okay, so you get to town. Yeah. And how big is this town? I mean, it doesn't... Port Moresby? So, yeah. I, I don't know. I didn't go outside. But it's... <laughs> 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 from what I could see from my barred windows, uh, huge. So, with, yeah. with, I mean, so, I was really scared when I got there. Actually, yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously, yeah. I wasn't expecting it to be that. I didn't do much research at all. I just knew I had heard about this tribe where they um, make these headdresses out of wigs. Have you heard of them, the Huli Wigmen? No, I don't know why I saw this somewhere. I just randomly came across it, and these people, um, they make these the young boys in order to become a man i don't really remember the whole story but i know that they have to spend a lot of time alone when they're like 13 or ready to become a man and then they have to be a virgin and they have to grow this virginal hair virginal hair yeah it's like can't be touched by women so they get a big fro (laughs) they get a big fro yeah okay and then they shave it off and that hair becomes part of a headdress in a ceremonial outfit Okay. And so I, I saw all the... And they stick Did they finally get laid after all this? Yeah, that? I hope so. Okay. <laughs> I really hope seems so. Like a, yeah, seems yeah. like an effort, a lot of effort. <laughs> yeah, they're not allowed to talk to women at all oh. during that time. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so you went there. So People you... have some different customs, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so you're sitting there in Port Moresby. Did you go, uh, take me to the crazy wig people? I mean, how do you find them? Where, where do you... Well, yeah, I had gotten a ticket, a plane ticket before I got to Port Moresby. So I was only in Port Moresby one night. Okay. Then I got to the wig people the next day. So was this like a little biplane, little... Like um, six was, seats or something? Yeah, no, it was a little bigger. It was okay. maybe 20 seats. Nobody had shoes on. You're allowed... Everyone carries weapons there. You're allowed to have your weapon on the plane. There's machetes. It's so different. <laughs> what was your weapon of choice? My brain. My lens. My acrylic nails. <laughs> yeah. I had them since 16. <laughs> so. Gross. Okay, so you go, okay, you're flying in with guys yeah. with machetes and all this other stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then you land, there, there's an airport, a landing strip, or well, what is Well, they call it? it an airport. It's basically. A hut a, with a strip. Yes. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. But there's a fence around it. So everybody in the whole, from miles and miles away, they come to watch the plane land because it doesn't land very often. Well, it's a magical, mystical bird. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, so you get off. Is anyone there meeting you? Do you have, have you arranged anything? Is there like well, a tour? I wrote a letter to this guy that I saw online. But okay. he guess, I guess he didn't get it. Okay. So there's no one there for <laughs> so you. There was no one there for okay. me. There's 2,000 people, you know, staring at me. Right. And this tall American lady comes off the... Yeah, tra- the okay. white lady. Yeah. So the, the white lady comes off the plane. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm sure there's got to be guys coming around you. Hey, you need a place? Uh, you know, Just weirdos. one guy. Yeah, there's okay. one guy. Because you're not allowed in um, to the airport unless you're special. So this Are you guy, the only woman on this uh, plane? Yes. So you're the only woman on this plane... With machetes and a bunch of weird dudes, and people come up to you. Now you need a place to stay. Yeah. Now what do you do? Well, I had to trust someone. I had to like you okay. know, put my feelers out. I got red flags all over this. Uh, yeah. Okay. So you put your feelers out, <laughs> which means what? Yelling? Help! What do you do? <laughs> well, I said, hey, I had a reservation with this guy. And then, and then they said that he was in the process of getting... An, I had to go get some pigs to give it a dowry or something. He was like on a pig search. I don't know what it was doing, but he wasn't <laughs> able to come pick me up. But they were like, come with me. Just come with me. And oh. I just had to go. I had no other choice. And I was just like, please let me be okay. And I, it ended up being great. And I hung out with this family. I stayed with a woman. Wait, so where, where did they take you the first night? They took some me guy's house? to a village. Yeah, uh, this chick, Janet. <laughs> Janet? <laughs> 
Yeah, That's the last name I thought I would hear. I know. In the it's jungles. It's so random. New- in the 70s, there were um, Australians there. Um, These missionaries? Yeah, missionaries. Yeah. So if you grew up in the 70s there, you do speak English. Mm-hmm. But then not anymore. Like, so people after that don't speak English. Right. But so I randomly got the luck, luck of the draw. I got to meet Janet. And they pretty much, I stayed there for a week. In their house? Uh-huh. Okay. Is Janet and her husband? Um, no, her husband was away. I don't know what that meant. <laughs> dead? Is he dead? I have no idea. He's dead. I don't oh, know. The guys with machetes got him. Horrible. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, now paint this bit. Okay, now, so you're there a week in this town. Yeah. And uh, this is a small village. Yes, I, be- I became famous. No, I'm sure. Everybody's yeah. got to know who's the white girl? lady. Yeah. yeah. Who's Janet's friend? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have to say, it was great. No, actually, I realized I never want to be famous <laughs> after that. It was horrible. <laughs> what, um, so what do you do all day in this place? I mean, where do you go? What, what do you see? Just, I, well, I went to go meet those wig guys. Okay. Now, were these right in that village or are they somewhere nearby? They were kind of, they were, you know, an hour truck right away. Okay. And what do you do when you get there? Show me the big Afro guys. I want to see this. Yeah, but it was so, I mean, they don't wear those anymore. So it was kind of disappointing. They, they, they put them on for me. They did a traditional dance. Oh my they, god! Yeah, they got dressed up. It was cool. I got to watch them paint. But they usually just wear them for Christmas. So they, you know, they put them on specially for me, <laughs> and they did a dance. But it was just me. You know, oh, are you supposed <laughs> to present like a gift or something, and then they give you something back? Or? I think so. I gave them some. I, I that was the guy that ended up meeting me, and I trusted him, and he took me to see Janet. He took me for all my money. Oh, and I was no, okay yeah. with it. He just kept saying, oh, but if you want to see my son in this traditional garb, I'm going to charge you this much. Uh, if you want to do this, but it's okay. It was worth it. It was totally, they don't have ATMs, so. I know, you start bartering things. Yeah, I gave, yeah. Yeah, I Here's gave a little Wayne my earrings CD. away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Oh my gosh, they don't even. <laughs> Girl Scout cookies, here you go. I've been hanging on to these since Mexico. They would have loved that. They didn't know who J- Michael Jackson was. He had just died. So I was like, can you guys believe Michael That's Jackson remote. died? That's yeah, they, pretty remote. Yeah, they'd never heard of the internet. I tried to explain it to them. Never heard of the internet? No. Wow. Wow. Yeah. What, did, what was the... Uh, I was like, you can send things. Was then, there a word for vegetarian? Oh, they did not understand that yeah. at all. Yeah, she tried to make me a special sauce. Oh, I don't, I don't like the sound of it. Yeah. It was Best not really to ask what's sweet, in the special though. sauce. It was soy sauce. Okay. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> they got it at some commissary or something. Right. So they thought it was so special. <laughs> it was cute. <laughs> you find out it's monkey gravy. The, <laughs> um, so, yeah, so how long were you there for a week? Yeah. Okay. So that's pretty remote. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, it was cool. So in Laos, where were you in Laos? I was only in Luang Prabang. You were? Did you yeah. like it? It was beautiful. That's Isn't one of those places where you go and it's just like... You're there for a week, and it feels like like two days. You know what I yeah. mean? It's just like, oh, have I been here a week already? You just kind of like it's so relaxing. Pace it just slows. I yeah. love the whole country. Everyone's so nice. Yeah, they don't treat tourists like they have to give you give them their money. It's right. nice. cool. It was like as they say, what Thailand probably was about fifty years ago. Yeah, you know, but uh, yeah, I loved it. It's still kind of like rough around the edges, and mm-hmm. and Luang Prabang is just like that. You know, little backpacker stop yeah, you know so yeah. you have people come in from all over and no i loved it i thought it was great and the food is awesome because it's, it's, it's so you know, thailand's right there and it's i love thai food oh yeah me too eggplant oh my god it's the greatest it. it's the greatest <laughs> it's the greatest so so you did these trips so this is asia mm-hmm. and so you've been to south america peru and all that stuff mm-hmm. um are you a big Europe person, or are you like yeah. you like the more remote kind of jungly place? I love Europe too, especially. Yeah, my dad is from Spain, so I'm all. Ah, right. see, Salah, I was going to ask. Yes. Mm-hmm. Did he speak to you in Spanish as a he, child? Not really. I mean, he bought me a dictionary, Doctor Seuss dictionary, but it didn't really <laughs> do the trick. So I decided at fourteen. Huevos verde y jamón. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's green eggs and ham, folks. There you go. Two years of Spanish in college right there. Man, that's all you really need. That's yeah. all you need. <laughs> no, I get by. I really want to be uh, conversational, and I'm not. And that was that keeps, like my New Year's resolution every year. I'm going to learn. And, really? But I think I really have to go like, live somewhere for yeah. a few months. Well, how did it go in Roatan? They don't really speak <clears throat> No, they, speak, they spoke uh, English. Yeah. Because especially with all the, the, uh, the boats, divers, the tour yeah. boats and all this stuff, it, 
English is everywhere. Now, the mainland, it's a different story. Yeah. But now, Roatan, they even have a history of, um, I guess, the Caribbean people there. They take pride in not being... A, yes. They're from yeah. Roatan mm-hmm. and not the mainland. So they were talking about, like, a lot of them speak English as their first... It's almost like a Creole, not a Creole, but like a like a pigeon English yeah. kind of thing. But they, uh, yeah, that's more normal there than Spanish. I heard very little Spanish when I was there. Except yeah, on TV. I was really disappointed because when I went to Utila, I went to go practice. I was so excited. So you went to the other, that, the, smaller the more rugged and kind of backpackery mm-hmm. island. Now, how mm-hmm. was that? Well, it was it was a little weird. There's not beaches there, really. Oh, did you find that there were sea fla- flies, what is it called, sand flies? Yeah, those yeah. Sand, they bite you. They'll eat you up. <gasps> Yeah, um, so I was I liked the beach, so I was a little disappointed, and yeah. I wanted to practice Spanish and hang out at the beach. It's not really a beachy kind of area. Yeah. There was West End in Roatan. That's like a, um, that's like the main kind of beach area, and it's one little strip. Yeah. I mean, it's like a strip of sand. It's nice, but it's pretty jammed because everybody from the boat goes there. Yeah, and ends up sitting on there. <laughs> so it's just I don't know, and big hotels, and mm. I kind of liked. Uh, the, I was in the um, old town. Old Town? Oh, jeez. Read my article on uh, <laughs> TravelTalesPodcast.com, on Roatan. I'll tell you where I stayed. Um, well, I'm going to go on there right now. Yeah, I should. Uh, anyway, but that, that was, it was kind of cool, a little older area. And uh, yeah, as soon as everybody, at night came, all the tourists went back to the boats. And it was just kind of like, we would see the same people every day. That's great. Yeah, so we got to, I made friends with these like Canadians that I met, these girls and uh, this guy from Ohio. We just hung out every there was like one bar everybody went to at sunset. So we're like, well, we'll see you at the sundown. Yeah. Well, <laughs> sure enough, nobody, nobody's travel. phone ever worked. So we're like, yeah. we, there's one main <laughs> road. We'll, we're going to see you on the road eventually. So that's what happened. That's so cool. Yeah. So that, that was really nice. But um, so favorite parts of South America. Give me your favorite parts of South mm, America. Well, I have to say the Amazon because okay. I'm, I'm planning my trip there. What is it about the Amazon you think you responded to? Just the remoteness of it or just like... It's the idea just, of it, or it's like a, I feel like it's a fairy tale. Yeah, it's like when I we I went to this lake in this nature preserve, reserve, and uh, you're just on this lake in the little boat, and you see fish jumping up everywhere you look. It's just like teeming with fish, and it's just it's incredible that that many fish exist in this little lake. It just reminds me of the opening of of some fairy tale of a Disney movie. Yeah, I don't know. And Those are piranha trying to eat. <laughs> Actually, that happened to us in the, uh, we were taking, we were in a boat, a little like a canoe kind of thing. Mm-hmm. We were going down the river and the guide, yeah, he put something on a line and he just dipped it in the water for like uh, a five second, seconds right? and yeah. he pulled it out and there's a piranha in the end of it. <gasps> <It's> just <laughs> like eating this piece of bologna. We're like, wow. <laughs> yeah. Did you go in after uh, that? No, I did not uh, go in there. <laughs> Me neither. I did not go in. No. But uh, yeah, you're talking about insects. Oh my God. Yeah. But there's things there that you wouldn't. They would explain all of the different kinds of right. insects that are only in the Amazon, yeah, and the, all the different kinds of animals. It's a, just an ecosystem that's so unique amongst itself. You know, it's just it's incredible. And the trees that uh, they use for medicine—that's all that stuff. That's so cool. And I love that all the people know it. It's just common knowledge that ten roots from the acai tree makes cures, cures malaria. Like yeah. everyone just knows that. It's so cool. <laughs> yeah, which makes it more sad seeing what's happening to it. Yeah, you know that it's getting burned down. Yeah. Have you worked at any with any kind of organizations there or to like save it, or are you just gonna? Nope. Go there with go your there. cookies and yeah, condom-filled, uh, <laughs> heroin-filled condoms or whatever. <laughs> um, I'm done with those. <laughs> so, what makes your tour company that you're starting? What makes it different than other? Well, because I mean, it's, it's an adventure. adventure it's adventure. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let me backtrack. What makes your adventure company different than the others? That well, what's your niche? What is? And by, I, by the way, what's it called? Again. The world less traveled. The world less yes. traveled. I like it. That's a great name. Thank you. Yeah. Well, that's why because we go places that are pretty remote, mm-hmm. and instead of just sitting at a hotel or doing a day tour, we go and really live with the community and learn how a whole other culture lives because that's what I like. Okay. So I found this community in the Amazon. Well, I actually had to go interview three different ones. And then I found one that actually wanted to do a real cultural exchange. So we're going to cook something American. So mm-hmm. maybe Thanksgiving dinner or something. And we're going to plan it beforehand. So we'll have to bring sage and thyme and all that stuff. That and we turkey. 
Yeah. I've been overseas for a lot of Thanksgivings, and nobody else knows what a turkey is. No, they have some. We can get it. I, got, I already yeah. made the arrangement. They're going to cook one of those dog-looking things, and you're going, yeah, this is our turkey. It, does, it, it, does, it, can't be, it doesn't have to be perfect. <laughs> you know? No, I get it. And I so they'll it. teach us then their culture. We're going to learn some different language. It's going to be a complete one-to-one cultural exchange. Okay. And how long are these trips going to be? Two weeks? One week? One to two weeks, depending on the place. This one's going to be 11 days. Okay. 11 yeah. days. And do you cover... People have to get there on their own, like airfare stuff? That... Yeah, they get to Bogota first. Okay. And then we do a, like a f- nice intro to Colombian culture there. We'll do, we're going to do some tasting plates of all this good Colombian mm. food. And aguardiente, so everyone will just get to try the gross. Well, I think it's pretty gross. Right. But I mean... All the great meats that you won't it. eat. No, the... This is, the drink, the national drink. Uh, which one of is Columbia. it? It's like a uh, Uzo, but it's oh, yeah. Everyone yeah. drinks it on the streets. What was the one in uh, oh, Costa Rica that was really Guaro? Yeah, yeah, it's the ooh, same. It's, it's the like same. gasoline. It's really yeah. bad. It's like yeah, ooh, yeah. I remember going to a fancy hotel and I was like, "Wow, I'm going to try this Guaro." And the guy's like, "Yeah, we don't serve that here." That's oh really? <laughs> go to the street <laughs> and get that drink with the peasants. When oh okay, sorry. <laughs> Well, it's good to do both. Yeah, it's like going to a hotel area. Give me that moonshine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll make a 40. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, okay, so you get people there. So you handle all the uh, travel from there, all the transportation. Well, and... they get to Bogota, but I can uh, also get their tickets if they want. Right. We meet in Bogota. Yeah. From there, we fly, and that's covered in the trip, to Leticia, which is this cool town because it is on the border of Brazil, Peru, and Colombia. Okay. So it's called the Three Borders Town. Got so it. So we will go to all three countries when we're there. Lovely. Yeah. And we'll check out all the cool stuff in all those places. And then when we're sick of hiking and we have um, dirt under our nails and we're just like, we have so many mosquito bites, then we'll leave <laughs> and we'll go to Cartagena and that's where we'll Ooh, relax. I really want to go, we'll go to the beach. Mm. Yeah. It's another romantic one. You're I gonna know. You're going to have to meet really someone. Is. I know. <laughs> have you been to Manaus? No. Okay. A friend of mine married a woman from Manaus. And so that was Is she like, cool? well, they're divorced now. Oh. So no. <laughs> <laughs> um, she, uh, yeah, she was like, she, and they lived here in Santa Monica. Really? So she moved up here and she was the coldest she'd ever been in her life because she lives oh, in the equator really? in the Amazon. I yeah. mean, she's never felt probably less than, you know, 80 How did degrees they meet? online. Really? Yeah. Ooh, I like that story. Unlike uh, New Guinea, Papua New Guinea, they, they, knew what the, they knew what the internet was there. <laughs> I mean, Manaus is a big city, though. I mean, it's like you yeah, know, yeah. over a million people, but um, still right smack dab in the middle of the Amazon. Yeah. I want to check it out. It's a, it was a five-day boat trip from Leticia, so right. it's an option. Maybe I'll do it. What do you hope, what is the, uh, the mission statement, of the, if you will, for the company, and what do you hope people learn and take away from it? It's life-changing Advent, no, life-changing journeys to little-known places. Life-changing, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever, something well, like that. I hate saying it's life-changing because it sounds so, um, I don't know. Uh-huh. Like, no, it, it how is. can you really uh, It should be life-changing. That. I mean, that's a pretty big trip. It to go is. live with native villages in the yeah. Amazon, I would hope it would be life-changing. Yeah, and we're going to spend one night in the, the trees. So it's you kind of have to conquer your fear. In the know? trees? Yeah. What do you mean in the trees? Like in, in a, a tree house? No, no, in a hammock, hanging from the trees in the, in the middle, like three-hour hike away from any civilization. Just one night. Well, how high up are we talking? Uh, I don't know. Well, high enough, high enough up to not get attacked by animals on the ground. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, how do you get up there? I don't know. The, the you don't know? The <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. I don't know. I just figured we'd get up there. Somehow. Probably the elevator, I'm assuming. No, there's ropes and stuff. We'll figure it out. It's different for everybody. Is this how the natives sleep there? Yeah, well, it's a hunting spot. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, we're not going to hunt. But you go, it's this salt lick place. Wow. So those borugos, whatever they're called. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. They go hang out, and there's wild boars and sometimes jaguars. Ooh. So you get to go and spy on them from the trees. So wow. yeah, you, everyone's scared of that. We do it. It changes your life because you, you know, conquer your fear. So you've done all these things. You've, you've slept up there in the tree? Yes. Okay. It's really, well, it was, it's scary at first. But then you just have to relax and just listen to the jungle and you realize that you're just this visitor in this crazy world that is just so different from right. wherever you're, you're from. 
Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna play the frightened American tourist here, <laughs> and go. I mean, I guess the obvious questions would be: people are afraid of, uh, well, just like Snakes. health stuff, like um, getting sick or whatever, yeah. malaria in the jungle, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, dangerous stuff in the Amazon is the jungle, snakes and. Yeah, well, yeah. that that's yeah, kind of yeah. a big deal too. What do you tell them? And the mosquitoes. That's I'm thinking more of the mosquitoes. Oh, the I gotta say, I didn't even. Annoying. I only thought of that, uh, the snakes and stuff now, <laughs> but the mosquitoes jumped in my head immediately. Mosquitoes are really annoying, but there's some tips. You know, they they like dark clothes, so wear white. Yeah. Um, it also helps if you don't shower. Really? Yeah, because they're attracted like the perfumes and soaps and stuff oh. like that, and your shampoo. That's why that one girl on the tour I just went on didn't get any bites. She... Yeah, she was filthy. Yeah. Did she smell bad? No, no. <laughs> but I was just wondering, because some people showered and didn't, and that's, that's so interesting. Okay. Yeah, I, I, heard, I have heard that. Yeah, dark clothing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, and then are you one of the, how environmental, like, conscious are you? I mean, because I've, I've heard a couple different things. One tour company say, get your uh, repellent with, like, 90-something percent DEET. Yeah. Or whatever percent DEET, and then the uh, environmental groups will go, no, that stuff's horrible. It's poisoning the environment. It's certainly in the water, like, oh, really? like down in the sea. You know, they don't want that stuff in the ocean. So, what is your feeling on that? Well, I use the stuff that they use there. Okay. Which there's a two what, bark from a tree. <laughs> it's like some sap they rub on themselves, which probably works just as good. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Well, actually, this one villager admitted to me that his he knows all these uh, cures and plant medicinal stuff, but he the first thing he ever does is go to the pharmacy. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> He's got to get a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> he was really nice. But <laughs> I like when people are honest. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they have these two things at this pharmacy. One is, to, like, it's weird. It's like this... like. It looks like a eraser from a, a pencil eraser. Yeah, yeah. And you just, you know, like, rub it on your body. Okay. Uh, actually, maybe it looks like soap. Right. And you just it's rub square. it? It's like, so you rub it dry on your body? Yeah. Okay. And does it and work? And you put that under your clothes, and then on top of your clothes, you do this spray. Yeah, you, you treat the clothes, too, right? Yeah, I know. I would like to say don't use DEET, but I think, It like, works. You know, after day three, when you're dying, you know, just give me so something. Itchy. Yeah. Do you do the netting? Yes. Two? The, yes. On the hammocks? For just, sure. Okay, so there's netting on the hammocks. Yes. Okay. Absolutely, yes. Yeah, was, that's what I was thinking. Of, yeah. I would right. be a little too scared to see what that was. <laughs> I have to admit it. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. And so you're up there. It's got to be like completely dark, like no light completely anywhere. Completely dark. Yeah. But you can see eyeballs. Okay. Of the jaguar that's going to eat you <laughs> soon? No, even, you know, spider eyeballs and stuff. You can see all different oh kinds of things. <sighs> okay, well, give me the uh, if you could think. It's just one night, but then we go straight to a five star place after that, right? So okay. it's worth it. It's to take the best shower of your life. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's another thing. Even in the Amazon, there's hardly any hot water for showers. Yeah. Even right. when you're in a nice place. Well, you don't want hot water. It's it's a million degrees. I there. know, but it just feels good. You know, you want cold water. It. That's the hard thing to get used to. Like when I was there, just like you can't. The water's never really that cold. Really. Because it's it's just too warm. Oh. The pipes are all warm. Everything's warm. Yeah. So I don't know. you can't get like cold water out of the tap. Oh, the my showers were freezing, man. <laughs> I was. I was. That's all you got is cold water. <laughs> yeah. Oh. But it feels a little better down there. Yeah. Yeah. It does. It was fine. I noticed, like, I, I saw a little bit of your site. There's a uh, a yoga element yeah. to this and mm-hmm. a yoga option. Tell me totally about that. Totally optional. Okay. I'm a yoga teacher. So. Oh, you're a teacher. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So, being a yoga teacher, mm-hmm. have you been to India? I have. Okay. So, I was there once, too. What did you like about it? Um, well. Or did you not like it? <laughs> I've said this. I hate to repeat myself on the show, but, I've, yeah, I've talked about it. But I, I think India is amazing good and amazing bad. Yeah, I agree. It's still the worst poverty I've ever seen anywhere. Mm-hmm. But um, there's some other places. I love getting out of the city. Yeah. And once I got out of the city, the cities are really hard. Totally. You know? But once you get out of it, there's like uh, some beautiful countryside and all that stuff. And I didn't go. Did you go to like an ashram and stuff like that? I didn't, no. Oh, no. so you didn't study over there? Like no, yoga. I mean, I saw the people. I went to this one guy. I, I don't know. I went to this Swami dude who claimed that he could cure me with his yoga techniques 
I don't know what, okay. but it's... And I, I got red flags all over this, <laughs> yeah, too. Yeah. It's this... going to involve me being nude, uh, first of all, and both of us being nude. Um, yeah. Was that his line? I think that's what it was. Yeah, so you, I said, you think no. so? I said, yeah, okay. I ran away from that one. <laughs> yeah, I went to... First of all, you're going to need to drink this, and then uh, take your clothes off, and then I will teach you the... Ancient art. Of, okay. Well, actually, today... Uh, you realize Kama Sutra is not necessarily yoga. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. It. Today, my partner at work, that I write, I'm writing, I have a writing partner, and uh, I told her that you were coming over. She's like, do you know him? Who is this guy? And so she thinks that your being here is unsafe for me. So there you go. Does she know? Yeah. Wait, just here's the New Guinea story that you yeah. just were on a plane with guys from machetes in a place where they didn't even know where the internet was. <laughs> But do you ever stop to think about that, really, and go, oh, my God, they could have killed me at any point, and nobody, like, yeah. your family wouldn't have even known, nobody would have known where you were. Yeah, yeah, I definitely thought about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tried to forget that until now, Mike, thanks. No, when I was just, where the, where, when I was going to that one community where they were serving me the monkey, it was just a couple months ago, um, the guy told me he was taking me to this traditional house where a family would live. So we hike three hours to get there, and it's not a family. It's like four other guys that are all in their 30s and have big muscles. <laughs> and I'm supposed to sleep there overnight, and I started getting Yeah, I was freaking out, and they all had these huge machetes too. Yeah. Four guys and me. It was a very stupid. Like, I thought about how stupid I am when I, was stu- when I was there, for sure. But I think about that, though. <laughs> I mean, I've been in those situations as well, and then... I don't know why there's, there's so many times here in America that I feel just as scared or more scared. Yeah. And I don't know if it's just, do you think, I, I think part of it is like media and everything, people are way more scared here than they have to be. I totally agree. Yeah. And even in like, uh, I remember that really hit me the first time I went to Europe, you know, after college did the backpacking mm-hmm. thing. It was the first time I ever left the country. But we met some, I was with like three other guys and we met some woman in, uh, on this beach in France and she was Swedish. She lived in Gothenburg, Sweden. And she said, this is like pre-internet, you know? So it's not like we could just look her up and, and, uh, she said, well, here's my phone number in Sweden. If you ever up there again, give me, so it was like weeks later, we actually showed up and called and she's like, Oh yeah, I'm house sitting for a friend. Just take her apartment. And if you need to use her car. Wow. And then nobody thought, and to us that blew us away. She was like, she doesn't even know us barely. I mean, we talked to her for a day yeah, her in friends France. should be upset. <laughs> but it was fine. It was great. Yeah, that's the best. Yeah. I've hosted well, some couch surfers here, too. And that's like, yeah. it's kind of the same idea of it, you know. And, and on paper, people here go, oh, my God, that's so you just have these strangers come in your house? And I go, well, yeah. Yeah. Well, you learn a lot from them, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, here at the new, you know, every on TV, don't people scare us all the time? Like five o'clock at the five o'clock news. Yeah, this new way you might well, fear die. Cells, yeah, you know, you're in advertising. You know that. I know. Isn't it horrible? <laughs> oh, don't remind me. I'm trying to get out. I'm starting a company. That's right. You're starting an adventure company. <laughs> yeah, thank you. It's an adventure. <laughs> adventure company, yeah. not a tour company. Adventure. Well, it's different than a lot of tours. I'm trying not to make it like a tour. I interviewed a hundred people and I asked them what they hate, like, and hate about tours, and then I took that info. Okay. Well, I've taken a, a number of tours. Yeah, so what do you? Um, yeah. What do you hate about tours? Um, well, you, you got to pick them really carefully, you know, or you're going to end up on either one with like a yada, a lot of, you know, crazy young people, mm-hmm. like a Contiki thing or something, yeah. or, or you're going to be with a bunch of old people on a bus somewhere. Right. And so it's really hard. I like a smaller group. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't need like every moment of my day planned. I don't like that. You totally know, just agree. like, okay, yeah. you know, give me a day in this town. I'll go wander off. And do it. We yeah. can meet back here for during the day. I'm fine. You know, I mean, especially in any kind of city, when you're, you know, there's the stuff to do, there's places to go, I'm taking photos, I'm doing things. It's only at night, really, when I, it's tough being alone yeah. at this point in my life, because mm-hmm. I'm too old to stay in hostels. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, which was, which you served their purpose for a time, you know, they're mm-hmm. great to meet people. And so it's only like when you, you know, you get back, you shower up, and you want to have a, a dinner. Right. When you want to have someone to hang out with, you know, mm-hmm. or go get a drink or whatever, and you're in this town in the middle of Vietnam. Yeah. And you're just hanging out, you know. Now I'm the creepy old guy at the end of the bar going, shouldn't he be with his family or a wife or something at this point in his life? Um, so that's, that's the only No, time. they think, wow, look at that brave traveler all by himself. <laughs> Do they? Okay. Yeah. He must be so No, they cool. say that about you. They say that about you. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> what, um, so what did you find were the top things that 
people didn't like about tours that you wanted to do differently? Uh, they didn't like this, so, too much of a schedule. Yeah. They didn't like waking up early. Yeah. They didn't like um, just... Well, I asked what they hate about traveling, too, and it was just the logistic stuff, waiting. Yeah. So I'm going to make sure that no one ever has to wait for their hotel room once they get off the air, off the plane. They got the key. They got a packet of everything that's going on. They, get to, they can go straight to their room. Right. Because when I was in Peru, that was on a tour. Yeah. So I, I did it through Intrepid, uh, based out of Australia. So I've done a few things with them. And I'm about 50-50 with those guys. In India, yeah. I was with them as well. Oh, so you like tours. Oh. Well, I mean, it was just in those countries where I think it would be tougher to get around. Like, yeah. I didn't. I had three weeks. I don't want where I had two weeks. I was meeting my friend in Goa in India. So I knew I was going to be there the last week. So yeah. I found this tour that ended cool. in Goa. It was like uh, New Year's Eve. Ooh. And then I stayed there for the following week. So, it, you know, that worked out. Yeah, that's perfect. So in two weeks, I got a chance to see all these big highlights. You yeah. know, we went to... And that was great because I didn't have to do with the logistics of because there's a lot of energy spent. Where I am I going to sleep? Yeah, you know, it was like and, and trains and stuff like yes, that. Yes, and now you got to make sure. Okay, to find this out, I got to get a Wi-Fi connection. I got to sit here yeah, for a while totally. and do you know comparison shop. Mm-hmm. It's nice to have somebody just like okay, figure it out. Especially in a place where it might be a little third worldy mm-hmm. or uh, definitely a language di- difference. It could be tough. Yeah. So that I like about it. But other than you know, I don't need every day plan. I like have some options. Like, like you, you know, some people want to go scuba diving. Other people want to go hiking and totally. stuff like that. So I can come to you and go, can you help us set this up? You know, mm-hmm. where's the good hikes? Where can I, what's the good dive shop or something? So I, like my guide, I would want them to know that. Right. Yeah. I'm going to have little maps planned. Like when everyone gets to Cartagena, there'll be a little care package in their room and it's going to have <laughs> different options and they can go here, 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 and they can go wherever they want for dinner. So how, how big of a group? Do you want to keep it under a certain level? Yeah, I want to keep it under 10 for sure. Okay, because it's just going to be you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I might have an assistant, depending. I mean, so far one person signed up in, a, in the past week. So you've only been around a week. Yeah. I so when's one. the trip leaving? October 17th. Oh, you know, for publicity. I, you know, I you know, could go there and give you, <laughs> for all this free publicity I'm giving you, I think a trip is in order. I might be able to give you... A great deal. Oh, really? You call, you have your, you call me. Okay. <laughs> That's my birthday week, actually. It is? Wouldn't yeah, you like mine's to spend the 14th. it in a hammock? Oh. <clears throat> what? The, okay, so it's not, it's not the 17th exactly. Then it's an, <laughs> oh, well. Sorry. Actually, October's a great month to go anywhere because the rates are low. Yeah. You get a great flight deals. It's stuff. the best time to be in the Amazon, really. It's weird, though, because it's not is the it best Is it a dry time. season? Is it the dry yeah, season? it's dry season. Okay, that's important. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be up there in, a, in the monsoon. Yeah. It's a dry season in the Amazon, but wet season in the beach. So that's weird, right? It's kind of... In uh, Cartagena? Yeah. Oh, really? But they said it usually just rains for a half hour. Oh, yeah. That Florida kind of yeah. summer rain where so it rains every day at three. So pl- beach day planned. Okay. Optional, though. You don't right. have to go. <laughs> but it's going to be great. You're trying to talk me out of it now. <laughs> so we're... Um, to wrap it up, um, what do you think... All this travel that you've done in your life, what do you think it's taught you as a person, and how does it make you look at the world differently, and how does it make you look at America differently? Oh, that's some deep questions to wrap it up with. (laughs) I need good sound bites for (laughs) this. Oh, no. Well, it's changed me as a person traveling by myself, I think, because I feel like in our lives we get so used to being just bombarded by stimuli, and we're just... Not we, I personally am just always thinking about what I have to do and da da da. And like, it's just life is busy. And so, uh, traveling once a year alone just has helped me breathe, relax, listen to my thoughts, make decisions. It's just so freeing. I just, it's changed my life completely. I, every time I go away, I come back with so many ideas. And it's just so, I feel refreshed. What was your first solo trip out of the country? I remember my mind was Australia. Um, and that Spain. was a good starter. You know? really? yeah, well, because it's, it's not that big of a culture shock. I mean, you can get yeah. around easy, and it's, you know, no they language like problems. Do over there, or no? Well, I mean, they're so used to it. I mean, they yeah. see it so much on TV. Yeah. It's not like, you know, them coming here, and, you know, these guys just talk <laughs> in the bar, and they get laid. You know? I know, right? Ooh, listen to this guy. <laughs> oh and they God. play it up, believe me. They play it up. <laughs> they could tone it down, but they don't. Um, yeah, that was like, I love the freedom of it. Mm-hmm. Um, feels so free to to just be anonymous too i mean i'm anonymous yeah. here 
But it doesn't feel like it sometimes, you know? Oh, you're not anonymous here. You know what it is. You know, walking down the street, I just feel freer when I'm in a place where I don't know. I don't know the rules of society, I guess. That's right. what's the best. When you just, you don't know the rules. So you can break them and it's no big deal. But here you can break them and it's no big deal. But you just are aware of breaking it. So it's a little different. How do you convince people who are a little squeamish and uh, about traveling? Because so many Americans don't leave. I know. Um, how do you talk them into it? What what's what's well, your standard? I don't know. So, so I've only talked to one no, person. I'm not talking so much about your tour. <laughs> I mean, in general, because we all meet those people all the time. They're like, eh, why do you want to leave? What's yeah. what's out there? You know, just like, what do you tell them? I have about fifty different things I tell. You them. do? What do you say? I think there's a definite xenophobia. It's almost like because I'm a soccer fan and I have to dis- defend it. And I have to tell people, just because I like this doesn't mean I hate America. Right. You know, yeah. I can like Spain. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean I hate America. You know? Is that your team? Who's, What's your, who's your soccer team? Oh, well, I have a bunch. Of, I follow the English League more than oh, okay. all of them. But Spain, they're really good. Yeah, they As are. a country, they're, I mean, they're the best right now. Mm-hmm. Is that your team? I mean, my dad's from Spain, so yeah. With part. He's from Barcelona. Oh, he's a Barca fan. Yeah. Oh. Well, he doesn't care about football, soccer at all. Oh, okay, he did? Okay. <laughs> no. Oh, well, he'd be the only one. Yeah, I That's know, why they right? kicked him out yeah, of the country. Totally. <laughs> That's why he had to leave. You don't live and breathe it? Get over to America. Yeah, um, yeah I just, uh, I think, you know, you have to step out of it. Like you were saying, you have to step out of your life yeah. at some point to take, to look back at it mm-hmm. from out the outside and go, okay, I like this about my life. I like, I I don't like that part. I'm going to do less of that. Yeah. And you got to turn it off and shut up. And just because you'll find that the most people, most of the people I think who are like the serious gung-ho, you know, America didn't have to apologize for nothing, you know, that kind of people (laughs) are usually people that really haven't been many places. totally. And uh, they don't realize that there's other ways to live. Right. Here we know there's one way to live. And they think it's just drilled in us. This is the best. This is the mm-hmm. only way to live. This is it, you know, and everybody yeah. else is wrong. Yeah, and every, that's what everybody thinks about us, too. Yeah, <laughs> and there is some of that. Yeah. And so I think when you get out and go, oh, these people just want the same stuff I do. They're yeah. just trying to get by in life, and they're just people. And, yeah, even yeah. if they have never heard of the internet, we're kind yes. of the same. Right. They just want to be loved. Yes, and I grew out my afro before I had <laughs> sex did. for the first time. <laughs> just like those kids in New Guinea. Um, so what do you tell them? I mean, how do you convince them? I don't What's know. Your I argument? don't think you can convince people that are like... Well, I mean, say you have a friend that you know, is oh, nervous about say, joining you. You like... got to do it. <laughs> that's what I say. <laughs> and yeah, I'm in advertising. Yeah, that's, where, that's a good, that's a good Just slogan. Do it. Just, Just do, do it. it. <laughs> okay. You wrote that Nike ad. That was you. Uh, well, I think my friends can see how I am changed every time I come back anyway. You know, what like, do they say? What do they say about you when you come back? They say, "Well, everyone always says, oh, you lost weight every time." I don't get it. <laughs> um, by the way, you don't have much. You don't have any you, weight to you, lose. Thank there, you. Really. But think, we need to fatten you up. By the way, we're going to get you on a meat diet. No gonna, monkey. Yes, diet. we're going to strictly monkey. <laughs> Where do you get good monkey in this town? Actually, right next door, they have alligator uh, hot dogs. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I've, I've had that. You had that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. That and crocodile. Yeah, it's kind of a rubbery. Uh, well, mm. I'm scrapping it to you. You don't know what it's. It's kind of like calamari-ish. What's better, that or guinea pig? Oh, I'd take alligator. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Guinea pig's just too much work. It's a hassle. Yeah. You know? You can run tests on them, though, so that's not so bad. Oh. You, can, you can learn a little something. <laughs> As my parents did, they worked in labs. And so we, they, they brought did? home, we had a pet guinea pig for a while. And then we realized that my dad was completely allergic to it, so we got rid of it. Was it mutated or something? How come you got to bring it home? <laughs> it was mutated. <laughs> well, yes, it spoke three languages. It was a, it was a super rodent. It had four heads. <laughs> I don't know why they took that one home. I don't know why. I guess I thought we needed a pet. <laughs> okay, okay, we're going to get off. <laughs> All right, well, give, me, give us your websites and, uh, so people can go if they want to take a trip. TheWorldLessTravel.com. We are leaving October 17th for the Amazon and the coast. And then next year we're going to do Laos and and Vietnam too. Ooh. Ooh. See, I did two weeks in Vietnam. You liked it? I did a lot of Vietnam. I I love Vietnam. Vietnam, Yeah, me too. uh, Yeah. Laos though, I think I might do. (gasps) I like Laos a lot. Me too. Just to eat. I'll just go there just to eat. They did have a lot of like squirrels, rats for eating 
Oh, then maybe they do. I'm sure they do, but I didn't have yeah, any of that. Yeah, just like the Thai food. Oh, I have yeah, It's allow for Thai food. Yeah, well, I mean, it's right there over the border. Um, so do you want people to, uh, you have other sites for like your writing or anything like that? Or? Um, sure, Loren.com, L-A-U-R-E-N-N-E.com. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can see all things Loren. Yeah, you can learn all about my life as... Mike did earlier. You can <laughs> yeah. see about my dad, All my writing, about it. my clubbing activities. Your clubbing? Oh, there's an article I wrote about that. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> Will you take his clubbing in Colombia, in Cartagena? Yeah, we're going to do a salsa dance lesson, and we're going to go oh, salsa dance. really? But it's optional. You don't have to go if you don't okay. want No, to. I, I need lessons. Believe me. I'm hopeless. You look like you have rhythm. Yeah, oh, I got rhythm. Oh, I got it. Um, I took a tango lesson in uh, Buenos Aires. You did? Yeah, yeah. How'd it go? Not well, but I tried. <laughs> That's all that counts. You, you do it on try. the street there. I mean, you just walk yeah. around. Yeah, it's so fun. Oh, I love that Have place. you been there? Mm-hmm. Again, tough place for a vegetarian. Yeah. Really tough. They eat more steak per capita. I, think I had a br- than, bread, a lot of bread. Yeah. <laughs> bread and wine. That's all, yep. all you need. Oh, the wine. Oh, so good. <laughs> all right, well, thank you so much for doing this. Thanks it was, for it coming was, over. This has been fun. Yeah, it was a pleasure to meet you. In Venice. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed it. I know you were nervous about some stranger coming into your place in Venice. Yeah, but it was great. All Anytime. Right. You are always, you're no longer a stranger. Oh, thank you. <laughs> now we're going to get some alligator. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Lorenzala, everybody. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.